Hello and welcome to the Carnage CB Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Carnage CB Gaming, aka Carnage, and I'm coming at you guys with the next episode in the series. Um, today we're going to be talking about the movie Thor from 2011. Um, this is featuring the oh-so-beautiful, oh-so-handsome Chris Hemsworth. Um, this is my mom's favorite movie of the entire MCU. Um, this movie is about eight years old, so at the time of this recording. Um, this sets up the uh, one and only god on the Avengers as of now, as of 2019, um, and probably the only one that will ever surface. He is the god of thunder. No, he's not the god of hammers. No, he's not the god of anything else. He is the god of thunder. Um, he is able to wield the power of thunder. Um, and also, he has a really bad or really badass hammer that can fly out and return to him at his will. Um, he controls this hammer, but as this movie will show you, um, he only controls it when he's not being a complete douche. So, I'll get into the plot synopsis a little bit. So, we start off seeing um, Thor looking all badass. He's got his robes on. He's a really cool dude. Everyone loves him. Um, he's kicking ass, taking names. Um, I think they actually start in a, in a war scene or in a battle scene of some kind. Um, where Thor is just slaying hoes, getting all of his money in his bag, and basically Odin, his dad, which is the ruler of Asgard, which is the uh, place that Thor is from. Um, it is a mythological place. Uh, don't know much, el- much else about it, except that it's part of the Nine Realms, and the Nine Realms are a bunch of different worlds in Thor's wheelhouse. So, um, his daddy is Odin, he is the king, um, he is trying to name the next successor, um, but Odin has two sons, he has Thor and Loki. Loki is, um, the god of mischief, and so he can, uh, change his location, he can make himself look like he's somewhere where he's not, um, he can make little imaginary clones of himself, uh, anything that you could think of for uh, what a magician would want to be able to do, he can do, but it actually looks real and is real. It's not all illusions. Um, it's mostly illusions, but it's not all illusions. Um, so anyways, Thor is getting knighted. He's, you know, everyone's like, yeah, this is your big day. You're a cool dude. We love you. You're awesome. And he knows it, and he's acting like he's hot shit, walking down the aisle, like, flipping his hammer, like, yeah, fuck you guys, I'm a big badass bitch. Um, And then when he gets up to the stage to accept his kingship, um, war breaks loose, and they have to stop the entire ceremony and go take care of it. Odin goes and takes care of the issue, um, and Thor wants to take, take it to battle. He wants to make it a war. He's like, no, we can we can solve this calmly. Let's just let me go talk to them and say, hey, you know, relax. Um, so they go and they take uh, these people that came in are the frost giants. They come into Asgard and they invade um, their collection, which is basically just a big assortment of really cool weapons and gadgets and um, 
anything that you could think of that would be really powerful and that could slay entire armies. And they're mostly just like trophies saying like, hey, I killed this person or hey, we beat them in war or whatever else. Um, so they, these things are important. And in there, there is a item that the Frost Giants really want back that can basically enhance their frost powers, their ice powers. Um, so they broke in, they try to steal it. They don't get away with it because there's a big metal behemoth thing that is called the Destroyer. The Destroyer is this like eight or nine foot tall uh, metal like statue looking thing with a face that can expand and lets out I think it's supposed to be the power of the sun, um, and it kind of looks like that. Basically, it can have these big old beams that come out of its face. It makes it really strong. It's a really good protector of this collection. So he destroys the frost giants that came in, but everyone's rattled, and Thor wants to fuck up the frost giant's life, and Odin's like, no, that's not being a good king. Kings, you know, relax, and we haven't had wars, and we don't want wars. Uh, and Thor's like, you're weak, and you're a little bitch, <laughs> and why are you doing this? And he's sounding like a real brat, but he's also making some decent points about how they need to show them what's up, you know, not just let them sit idly by. Um, so he, Thor decides that, all right, Odin's being a little pussy, and we gotta go out and we gotta take care of this. So he goes over to the Frost, Frost Giant's place called Jotunheim. Jotunheim is an ice land, as you could imagine, with them being frost giants, that they would need it to be cold. Um, it's very cold there, and he brings him and like his fellow friends that are all like really nice people and good to him. Um, he brings them along, and they are the frost giants are prepared for them to be there. So they're they have like an entire army to take Thor and his little buddies down. Um, so. Thor and his buddies are going crazy. Thor is destroying all of them. And then the Frost, or the Ice King, or whatever, Frost Giant King, he comes out, uh, does brings out even more goons and a big-ass monster, and basically kills one of Thor's friends right in front of him. Um, so they're freaking out. They're trying to get it back, and they're like, hey, open up the Bifrost, which is the traveling thing between worlds um, that only Asgard has access to, I believe. Um, but the guy is not willing to open up the Bifrost for them to travel through because there's too many people, um, there's too many frost giants that could make it in and disrupt Asgard. So he's leaving them basically out there to die. They're freaking out. They're like, holy shit, what's going on? And then out of nowhere, Odin figures out that they were there, and so he saves the day. Hops in on his horse and is like, all right, I'm going to save your guys' lives, and here we go. So they dip back to Asgard. Frost Giants are pissed um, and want to start fighting now because now they've basically declared war on them. Um, Odin's not happy about it, and he goes, Thor, you're an asshole, and you're not going to be king anymore because you're being an asshole. You don't know how to be a king. You are being a little prick and being a little immature baby. And... Um, yeah, so he's like, give me your give me your stuff, taking all your shit, and then he basically kind of like curses his hammer and puts pulls the biggest dad move of all time and throws the hammer down the Bifrost and gets rid of it forever. It's like if you were 
having a video game system that your parents didn't think was worth anything and your mom goes and sells it on Craigslist for like 20 bucks. That's basically what he did. But he didn't sell it for anything. He gave it away for free. Um, but he put a little curse on it saying that whoever is worthy to hold the hammer, whosoever is worthy to hold this hammer, <laughs> can, can use it if they're not a little bitch like Thor. So he throws it down the Bifrost um, and basically chucks Thor in the Bifrost too. He's like, nope, you're banned from Asgard. Get your little salty ass out of here. And he kicks his own son out of Asgard. So the hammer and Thor are going down the Bifrost, and they end up on, you guessed it, Earth. So they're on Earth. They're in the sand in the desert. Um, basically, um, scientist rolls up and finds them out in the middle of the desert. And it's like, hey, dude, you're not supposed to be here. Um, actually, he messes. No, it's Jane. Jane Foster. So Jane Foster is out there. Sorry, not the dude. Uh, Jane Foster's out there. And she actually hits him with her truck. So then she feels bad because she hurt this poor man. That's a god that she doesn't know. And so she takes him back to their little like hideout or their base of operation. And uh, he starts feeling better. She starts getting feelings feelings for him. And then they do the typical, you know, you're an outsider, alien type thing. And you're speaking really weird. So this is kind of funny and cute. And, I mean, I, I think it's funny. I'm just, and I, I sound like I'm downplaying it, because it was funny when it first came out. Um, and it still is kind of funny. But, yeah, they do a lot of that. Those are pretty much the next scenes of, like, her, him and her starting to get along, and um, Eric Selvig, which is the main scientist in their group, is doing research on um, Thor and his homeland and all the stuff he's talking about. And, you know, he's thinking it's all fairy tales, but he's also kind of like, well, wouldn't it be really cool if he's actually who he says he is? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so all this stuff is happening. Um, and then the Frost Giants basically invade Asgard and start rolling, putting some terror down on them. Um, this is mostly what is revealed to be Loki's fault. Loki um, discovers that um, he's not actually a the son of Odin, purebred he's actually an adopted he's actually adopted um he's he was actually a frost giant from birth um and then they changed his appearance to look like a white dude so <laughs> um so he's actually got frost giant blood in him um he doesn't he's feeling betrayed so he's like no you know what? screw you i'm gonna try and kill you um they almost pull off an attack on odin's life and he gets saved but um he's you know He's spiteful. But, so Thor gets called back because they're like, hey man, we need your help. Um, he starts beating some ass. And then the Destroyer gets sent loose by Loki, basically, to Earth. Because he's like, well, you're going to be all cool with, you know, betraying me and betraying your family and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to send him back down to Earth. And Destroyer's going ham on Jane Foster's little desert town. Uh, so Thor has to destroy it. With only his thunder powers, and um, then in the middle of it, when he gets his starts getting his ass beat, um, he risks his life for Jane Foster, which is like a Disney movie rep. That's probably why Disney picked up Marvel. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but he risks his life for Jane Foster. He's like bleeding everywhere. He's dying. 
Um, and that makes him worthy of the hammer again. He gets the hammer, starts laying down cruel justice on the destroyer, kicking ass, getting the girl, saving the day. Um, and then he goes back up to Asgard through the Bifrost and saves the day up there. And uh, that's basically the movie. So the movie kind of ends on that note of him being, but him going back down to Earth to be with Jane and to keep Earth safe. Um, because he found a home there, and he doesn't really want to be king, because Odin's doing just fine, and blah, 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 he doesn't really need his help. So, he goes back down to Earth, and that's kind of where they end things with Thor. Um, it also kind of makes Iron Man and the Avengers aware, or the Avengers Initiative aware, that there is another hero that can be used. Um, so now we're up to Iron Man, Hulk, and Thor. So that is three of the four initial Avengers... Um, technically, technically there's six, but there's, they don't get their own movies. So Hawkeye and Black Widow get introduced in Avengers. Um, they're, they are Avengers, but they're not, they don't have any superpowers, so I don't think they really include them. Black Widow is getting her own movie coming up, but, um, I just, I think they were just like, hey, let's get the people with, like, cool powers and stuff, and then we'll add in these, like, random people that can shoot arrows really well and, you know, take care of, uh do spy stuff and whatever else so yeah so that's basically the movie of thor if you want to actually this thor is one of the better movies that's out there um from in the mcu it was really well done from beginning to end um it's it's very similar to um, iron man how well it how well it is from start to finish um and just being like a really good opening origin story without being like overly boring about what's going on in asgard or what's going on you know, with Thor and his family and whatever else. They kind of just plop you in the middle of it, but then they explain things along the way, which is the best way to make an origin movie. So this is one of those... I mean, I think the four that you definitely need to see are the four that I'm going to talk... or that I'm talking about for this phase, um, would be, which would be Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, and Captain America. Now, Hulk isn't really necessary for the MCU because I don't think the movie really fits in. But, it's, I mean, if you don't, if you've never really watched Marvel, because this, this podcast is pretty much for those people that, you know, hey, I might be a borderline Marvel fan, or I've never really watched them, or I've watched, like, a handful of them, or, you know, I can count them on my hands how many I've watched. Uh, if you're one of those kind of people and you've only watched random ones here and there, um, the, uh, these movies are the, the best to get the, like, you want, you want to get a good idea of these heroes. So, I mean, every origin movie that Marvel has made has been quality, and I think that's a good one, good origin movie to watch. Um, Thor is one of the more, I don't want to say pleasurable, because it sounds really sexual, but it's like <laughs> one of the better movies to watch in the series. So go give Thor a watch if you haven't already, um, if you didn't think my plot synopsis was sufficient enough. Um, but that does cover pretty much all the points in the movie. Um, I might have twisted a few things a little bit, but that is the gist of it. Um, you get some badass fighting, you get some, you know, love story, you get the hateful brother, you get the, you know, the king that knows best and also doesn't know best all at the same time, um, and then the protege that acts like he knows best but doesn't, but then actually kind of does, <laughs> but then is made like he's actually a worthy person because he's not a complete douchebag anymore, so it's got some good character development, it's got a good story to it, you get some good laughs, 
Um, you get a good love story, so definitely worth a watch. It's a it's a solid movie from top to from top to bottom. But all right, well, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, Thor recap. Um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram, or even on Twitch, or on Anchor, all at Carnage CB Gaming. Um, you can send me a voice message. You can send me a tweet. You can send me a DM. Slide in those DMs. I'm okay with it. Um, and I will try to get back to you as soon as I can. But I appreciate you guys hopping on and listening. And um, take care.